I've never seen Americans angrier at each other and at politicians than during this past year. I find myself all too easily tuned up by the narratives, accusations, and often foolish sarcasm. And there are others who seem to totally ignore the battle that is still heating up. But there is a battle out there that is going to come right to our living rooms. Closing businesses and driving the middle class to poverty is the perfect storm for the introduction of socialism to come to the rescue. And a return of the White House to the control of the deep state is the perfect highway for globalism. However, the real battle lies within, and it must be resolved. I find that every time I am more moved to anger at this Marxist movement than I am moved to love by the gospel of Jesus Christ. If that is my posture, I'm losing the battle. We've all struggled to understand what's happening in America. Most of us want to crystallize our conclusions about what's wrong and what we want to see happen. Today, on Life Journeys, Pastor Hardika presents a bottom line that our nation's need goes past government corruption to the very heart of every American. Anger brings division, violence, and ultimately works death in men and nations. But the other night, sitting by the fire in my garage, God gave me the answer for America. I told you earlier this week about an encounter with the glory of God that gave me great peace. Instead of just ignoring the battle for this nation because of feelings of frustration and an attitude of futility, I've been facing it daily. And I'd wake up early in the morning and consume just enough news to get a current picture of what the day is going to bring. Then I'd begin to seek the Lord until He began to answer. I have no doubt that this very thing is going to have to happen to a nation and on a very personal level, just like the evening last week when God gave peace in the storm. Worship is the proper pathway of biblical principles in the Spirit and in truth that leads us to a life that is experiencing the glory of God. It's taken a long time in 2020 to use the challenges as opportunities to get as close to God as possible, to repent, to grow in faith, and to understand why God was allowing the pain that we're experiencing. Again, Life Journeys is simply the explanation of a personal pathway of following God through many of life's valleys and learning to make sense of it. One thing I know, and I present it to you in the form of a question, is how much worse does it have to get before Christians will be more engaged in a return to God instead of a return of President Trump to the White House. The threat of eternity without Jesus Christ at the center of our lives is a far more dangerous prospect than socialism. There are so many directions that I want to go at this right now, but let me just move forward by asking four basic questions that America needs to answer. Every parent, especially those who have kids about to go to college, needs to answer this as well. Where did we come from? Why are we here? What are our uncompromising values? And where do we think we're going? Philosophers describe it simply by sorting out four simple words, origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. The secularism that our nation has embraced has made our college campuses the most dangerous places for a Christian to be than anywhere else in the world. It has led us all to be completely focused on left or right instead of on right or wrong, up or down, 
good or evil. We're being told to be re-educated to embrace diversity of culture, race, religion, and values. What we aren't being told is that this is an utter impossibility. Secularism has no room for God, the gospel, or Christianity. The reason that we are so vulnerable and unable to understand this is that we have not as a nation tangled the simple questions of origin, meaning, morality, and destiny. Our kids have gone to college totally unprepared for the barrage of ungodly cultural values. The warfare of politics, emotions, and revolution has exposed our great need for our Creator. Though many people still believe that God is our Maker, the meaning of our life here has been all but lost, lost to materialism, entertainment, and lust. We hear of a man sitting in his garage having an encounter with God's glory, and we view that as being totally foreign. But we've been created for His glory. We have been redeemed by the death and resurrection of our Savior in order to be reconciled to our rightful place as glorified citizens of heaven. The gospel is not just about getting our hearts cleansed, but is also about living in the glorious presence of God with us. There's nothing like the liberty of being filled with the life of God, where our prayers for deliverance from pain aren't expecting more money, our neighbors moving away, or the politicians resigning from office, but rather God answering our prayers by giving Himself to us. A child doesn't just want a gift from Dad. He wants Dad. Human unrest is a thirst for the life that we have been created to have, and it cannot be replaced by having more stuff, nor by our protesting. The heart of liberty is the gift of God through His Son. Socialism isn't our answer, for it makes the government our God and master. Capitalism isn't our answer, for it gave us a thirst for more until deficit spending broke the middle-class wealth and made socialism more attractive. Paul said that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. From glory to glory we are changed as we behold Him. When Israel was too afraid to go into the Promised Land because of the armies they would have to face, they wanted to go back to bondage in Egypt. For this sin, God said, I will pardon them, but as surely as I live, all the earth shall be filled with my glory. We truly do need to seek the Lord until His glory comes down, for that's His will. We can't debate or vote our way out of this. We're going to have to obey our way out. We're like the man who did a rain dance, and when it started raining, he complained that he was getting wet. We were given the power of liberty, but we misused it to free our country from God instead of from sin. America's answer is not capitalism. It's biblical Christianity. We complain that the mainstream media networks are spreading propaganda instead of reporting unbiased facts. The major networks are funded by conservatives and liberals alike through their watching, their entertainment, including the industry's marginalizing of biblical morality. We didn't boycott the networks for the spread of immorality and abortion when it was portrayed as the new American way of life. We kept watching. Now we pray and expect that though we have sowed wild oats, that God will give us a crop failure. Our children are not prepared for the future because we have not lived lives that allow the glory of God to be experienced through the church. The church has become in large part institutionalized. 
We've tried to be like the world to attract the world. And now the sum of all this today is this. God still wants to fill us with his glory. That's his intention. For he who created us has not forsaken his will to fill up our meaning for life, which is being filled with his glory. That's what's coming to America. That's our hope. What I found in my quiet time on the eve of Christmas is what God intends to be found in all of our homes. Jesus didn't come to the world to judge it, but to save it. His call is not only focused on what we must turn from, but what we get to turn towards. His presence filling our hearts. But like the people in the first century expected Jesus to turn the government around, deliver them from corrupt rule, and make them free, we too must learn, He came to deliver us all from the corruption in our own hearts first, and give us liberty with it. The rest will follow naturally.